0: Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, senior leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. This is Mornings with the Holy Spirit, pressing in daily to the power and presence of God. Let me just prophesy to you, something good is gonna happen to you today. Expect it. Today's broadcast is brought to you by Deliver Yourself from Evil, my brand new book. It's coming out any day. If you're listening to a replay, it may already be out. I am going to teach you the A to Zs Of self-deliverance, there's self-deliverance prayers, activations, decrees that make the devil flee from within you. I'm going to also teach you how to discern demonic presence. Is it you? Is it your flesh? What's going on? Is it an attack from the outside or the inside? What's happening? And how to cast out devils the right way, the Bible way, and how to stay free and how to know when you need help, when you can't do it yourself. There's some things you just can't deliver yourself from because you can't see it. You don't know it you can't outgrow it. So Jennifer org slash self-deliverance. Get those pre-orders in and take advantage of all the bonuses when you send in your receipt. Listen, guys, I'm coming to you live from South Florida. Our church, Awakening House of Prayer, is here. And I'm there on Sundays preaching, praying, prophesying, and casting out devils. Our heart is to equip you to live a supernatural breakthrough lifestyle. Give me a year of your life and apply the word I'm teaching and watch the transformation. I'm teaching three different messages every single Sunday. Join us for prophetic worship, relevant messages, 1047 a.m., 1.30 p.m., 4 p.m. It's practical teaching with a prophetic edge. Plan your visit online at Awakening House of Prayer. Watch online all through the week at ahop.online. Watch at AHOP.online. It's free to register. Go over there and get involved. If you are not in the region and you want to become a web church member, maybe you're in between churches. Maybe you're in a dead, dumb church, but there's nowhere else to go. Maybe you need a, a breath of life. Web church membership. Get official. At ahop.online slash webchurch, you got the virtual prophecy and healing rooms. Whatever level you want to engage in, you have the freedom to choose. There's virtual life groups, virtual prayer lines, virtual pastoral advice. It's all there, plus my teaching archives at ahop.online. It's virtual, but it's powerful. ahop.online slash webchurch. Get official today. That second service and third service is School of the Spirit at Ahop. 1.30 p.m. We're in a series right now on escaping... The Great End Times Deception. I just taught on false deliverance ministers, blew the lid off that. Thank you, Jesus. Get registered at schoolofthespirit.tv deception. This next week, I'll be teaching on the spirit of error. Check it out. The third service is one of my schools, four o'clock, School of Prophecy, School of Deliverance, School of Prayer, School of Spiritual Warfare, or School of the Seers. How many Seers do I have out there? School of the Seers. Check it out. We're going to read today from Victory Decrees. Daily Prophetic Strategies for Spiritual Warfare Victory. And today, today's devotion is titled, I Am a Tactical God. I Am a Tactical God. And here's what I heard the Lord say. Try a new way. Try a new thing. The old ways you've executed spiritual warfare aren't working in this new battle because it's not the right strategy. The old strategy isn't taking you over the top to victory because it's not my specific way for this battle, says the Lord. Are you hearing this? This is high level strategy right now. This is, this is the answer to your solution. This is the answer to your dilemma right now for many of you. Seek my strategy, says the Lord, and I will show you a new way. I will show you how to get over past around and break through the spiritual opposition that is frustrating you. Don't leave me out of your battle plan, says the Lord. I have all the answers. I am a tactical God. Come on. The scripture references are in the devotional. Pick up your copy wherever books are sold. Know this. He's a tactical God. He sees the end from the beginning. He saw the enemy rise up against you before the enemy rose up against you. And he knows how to push the enemy back, what to do, what to say, how to pray lean into him if you're not seeing victory it's not because you don't have authority it's not because God is not on your side it is because you have the wrong strategy or because you just have to keep executing the strategy God gave you longer and longer and longer until you wear the devil out he's come to wear you out but I declare you're gonna wear him out and you will see breakthrough in Jesus name let's get into the prayer starter and the decree from the devotional Father, give me your battle plan for every war you send me to fight. Help me wait on your directions, your strategies, and your tactics for victory. I decree my enemies shall not triumph over me, but shall trip and fall over their own feet. I declare my God has already paved the way for resounding victory in the fight. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Father, we give you praise this morning. We thank you. We honor your name. Your name is holy. Your name is reverent. Your name is the name above every single name. There is no name that's on par with yours. <laughs> there is no name that carries the weight in the spirit as yours does, Jesus. There is no other name that defies uh, natural circumstances and events. There is no other name by which we see miracles, by which we see signs, by which we see wonders. It's all about the name of Jesus. It is the name above all names. And we praise that name. We exalt that name. We magnify that name over every situation, over every circumstance. over every problem, over every woe, over every worry, over every demon, we magnify the name of Jesus, the one true living God. That name is all powerful. There is no other name that compares, no other name that carries such power, such power, such power, such, power, such authority, such truth, such grace, such salvation, such healing, such deliverance. God's thank you. That name that you've given us, that name that you've marked us with, that name that you've given us the freedom to use in prayer. You said when you pray to the Father, ask anything in my name and he'll do it for you. Thank you for giving us the privilege to call your name. Thank you for giving us the right To use your name in the realm of prayer to bring your will to earth as it is in heaven. Thank you for the honor, for the privilege, for the responsibility that you've given us, the right that you've given us to come to you boldly to the throne of grace in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that in your name we cast out devils. In your name we raise the dead. In your name we cleanse the lepers. In your name, we heal. We see. Do, we do mighty exploits in your name. We run through a troop and leap over a wall in your name. We can do anything. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Nothing shall be impossible in your name, by your name, through your name. So thank you that we are in Christ and he is in us. Thank you that you have counted us worthy to be the temple of the Holy Spirit. Help us, Lord, not to take for granted that you are with us, to be very aware at all times, not just of the enemy, not just of the problems, not just of the irritating people. Help us to be more aware of you than anything or anyone else so that we can walk in supernatural peace that passes all understanding, God. Help us to be more aware of you in us than anything else that is in us, anything else that is on us. Anything else that is opposing us, help us to be more aware of your presence, more aware of your glory, more aware of your of Your knowledge, more aware of your power, more aware of your grace, more aware of your love. God, make us more aware of you. <laughs> Make us more sensitive to your leadership because we know that your word tells us plainly that you yourself will lead us and guide us into all truth. We don't have to wait on an angel. We don't have to wait on a a, a sign. We don't have to wait on a certain. We are led forth by your spirit and by peace. So thank you, Lord, for your leadership. Help us to be more sensitive to your leadership, God. You You are the best leader. You know where you want to take us. You know where the enemy is hiding, lurking in the shadows, waiting to jump out upon us. You know how to detour us around the devil's plans. You know how to bring us to the mountaintop. You know the pathway through the suffering, through the fire, through the wilderness, so that we don't have to get stuck in the middle. You know the way out. You know the way through. You know the way over, under. You know the way because you are the way. And nothing will defy your will, your way, your plan, your purpose for our life when we follow you. So make us more sensitive to your heart. Make us more sensitive to your leadership. Make us more sensitive to your guidance. You tell us you'll lead us and guide us. Make us more sensitive to receive the wisdom that you're pouring out upon us liberally when we ask it. Make make us more sensitive, God. Make us more sensitive, God. Make us more sensitive, God. Some of us are sensitive in a wrong way. We're, we're too defensive. We're, we're, we're edgy. We think everybody's talking about us. We get our feelings hurt so easily. Oh, we're so easily offended. Oh, we're so easily ruffled. Oh, we're so easily angered. Oh, we're so easily frustrated. Oh, we're so easily disappointed. Oh, we're so easily this and that. We're too sensitive to the realm of the earth. We're too sensitive to this terrestrial realm. We're too sensitive emotionally. We're too sensitive to uh, to the carnal desires, the carnal nature, the fleshly uh, impulses We're too sensitive or oversensitive. we're led forth by so many other things we're led forth by our vain imaginations. we're led forth by our emotions, we're led forth by our, our reasonings. we're let forth we're led forth by by our flesh, we're led forth by temptation. we're let forth sometimes even by the wicked one himself. God forbid. God forbid. It's bad enough, Lord, when we are led by our flesh. It's bad enough when we're led by false prophecy. It's It's bad enough when we're led by mammon, filthy lucre, greedy gain. It's bad enough when we're led by covetousness. It's bad enough when we're led by false doctrine. It's bad enough. But to be led forth by the devil himself, Jesus, God forbid, help us, Lord, to stop following the enemy into darkness, to stop stop following the enemy into addiction, to stop following the enemy into sin of all kinds, lust, sexual sin, greed, avarice. Oh, Jesus, would you help us to stop following the enemy into the dark side? the broad path that leads to destruction. God, would you help us today to break through the flesh, to break through the spiritual opposition, to break through the ties that bind, to break through the wrong mindsets, to break through God. We want to break through God. We want to break through God. And the breakthrough is in you. You are the breaker. There's no one like you, no one who compares to you, no one who can hold a candle to you. We want to be led forth by you. So help us, Lord to stop feeding our flesh, to stop meditating on the vain imaginations that the enemy shoots at our soul. Would you help us to put our foot down and make a decision even now, right in this very moment, right in this second in time. Help us to make a quality decision. Help us, Lord, to say, no, today I will not be led forth by me. Today I will not be led forth by my anger, by my bitterness, by my unforgiveness. Today I will not be led forth by my addiction, by my depression, by my anxiety. Today I will not be led forth by anything or anyone other than the Holy Ghost. I cannot even lead myself. Oh, Jesus, we need your leadership. We don't do well leading ourselves. We can't see the end from the beginning. We don't know which way is up or down. We don't discern the demon's attack. We don't see it until it's too late. God, we submit to your leadership. That is always the first step to victory. That is always the first step to breakthrough. That is always the first step set to triumph. God is faithful. He always leads us into triumph in Christ Jesus. So we want to follow you into the triumph. We're tired of the tragedy. We're tired of the trauma. We want to follow you into triumph. I said, Lord, we're tired of the tragedy. We're tired of the trauma. We We want to be led forth into triumph. So make us more sensitive. Help us surrender to you. Help us submit to you for real. Your word says, submit yourselves Therefore, to God, not to the flesh, not to the false prophet, not to the false teacher, not to the false deliverance minister, not to the wrong thinking. Submit yourself, therefore, to God, Jesus. For submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Surrender to Him. Just choose to abandon yourself to Him. Do things His way, not your way. Renew your mind with His word and get that mind straightened out. Submit yourself to God. Resist the devil. Step one, submit. Step two, resist. You cannot resist the devil successfully if you are not submitted to God. This is why so many of you have so many problems because you're not submitted to God. You're resisting, all right, but you can't successfully resist. You don't have the power to resist. That's why you keep going back and eating that same vomit as a dog returns to his vomit. That is why, because you don't have the power to resist until you have the humility to submit. I said you don't have the power to resist until you have the humility to submit. You don't have the power to resist until you have the humility to submit. God is almighty, God is the overcomer. God is the one who already won the battle for you. When you submit to the one who won, you'll win. I said, when you submit to the one who already won the battle, you will see the victory. When you submit to the one who already won the battle, you will see the victory in Jesus' name. Come on. God is good. He is great. He is awesome. He is powerful. He is mighty. Why wouldn't we submit to him? (laughs) Why in the world will we not submit to the one who loves us? Why in the world will we not surrender to the one who already defeated our foes? Why in the world will we not submit to him? It's because our minds are jacked up, our flesh rages on, and the enemy is subtle. But we are going to resist long and strong until we see the triumph, until we see the victory, until we see the big win, until we see the breakthrough. And then we're going to keep submitting even after that, because we want to walk in a supernatural breakthrough lifestyle. And that means continual submission. It doesn't mean emergency submission. That's what so many Christians do. They have what's called emergency submission. They get in an emergency. Now they're going to submit to God. Uh Uh-oh, who did I just locate? I said, they get themselves in a health crisis. Now they're going to submit to God. Now they're going to eat their veggies. Uh Uh-oh. They get in a financial crisis and now they're going to, you know, cut all the superfluous spending. Now they're going to be a good steward of what little they have left. Now they're going to start tithing. We get in messes and then we submit to God in the midst of the mess, in the midst of the emergency. If we would just submit to him, all the time as best of our ability we're all going to make mistakes we're never going to do it right all the time but if we would have a heart toward a a submissive heart a kneeling heart if we would have a a surrendered heart even when we mess up even when we fall god will pick us back up again we can't wait till we're in the midst of an emergency (laughs) to submit you can but you'll be having a lot more emergencies I said, if you'll submit to God, you'll have less emergencies. You'll still suffer. All who seek to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. That's scripture. We suffer. That's what conforms us into the image of Christ. But we suffer a lot more when we don't submit to the one to whose image we're being conformed. And you know I'm right. So let's get it together, all of us today together. Say, Lord, I submit myself to you. Forgive me for all the times when I went my own way. Forgive me when I defied your word because of what I wanted more than you. (laughs) And I resist the devil in the name of Jesus. Now you've got to flee in Jesus name. Amen. Are you catching it? Guys, share this quickly. We're going into another segment here of the broadcast. Hope that helped somebody. I hope that helped somebody. Let me get a sip of water. I hope that helped somebody. You got to get it. Somebody, you need to sign up for the school of spiritual warfare, so you can get equipped. Let's go into this next segment. This is <laughs> that was a great lead-in. We have to be very careful that we don't let excuses, our excuses, bind us. I hear too many believers making too many excuses and what the excuses are essentially doing is deflecting the blame on somebody else or something else. And the more excuses you make, the deeper into bondage you're going to go, the deeper into poverty you're going to go, the deeper into depression you're going to go. Whatever is your issue that you want to make an excuse about, Every time you make an excuse as to why you can't break free, why you can't do God's will, why you can't handle this, why you can't do that, God doesn't like it. He loves you, but he doesn't like it. Every time you say, oh, I don't have enough time. Well, you know what? I understand what it's like to be too busy. But the reality is some things have to take priority at some time. You don't get your... When I was in uh, college, my granddaddy told me, you better get that old change, honey. You got to get that old change, sweetheart. Just get to old change. And I thought, what's the, you know, what is wrong with him? He needs to leave me alone. I'm I'm busy. I'm I'm in college. I'm having a good time. I don't have any time to go get an old change. You know what happened? My oil dried up, it blew the engine, and my car was left on the side of the road. Then I had no car because I wanted to make an excuse. I didn't have time. That's a big one. Or you're afraid of failure. What if I fail? Or I'm black or I'm white or I'm Latin or I'm too young or I'm a woman or I'm too short. Excuses. Moses said, I can't do your will, God. I got to stutter excuses. Eventually, God got mad with Moses because he wouldn't stop making excuses. Remember Eve in the garden. He said, uh, Adam in the garden. God said, well, where, where are you? I can't find you. Where are you? Adam, where are you? Well, why did you eat of this tree? I told you not to eat of this tree. Oh, well, she just she you know, my wife, she she she, she gave it to me. I, I It's her fault. And then Eve said, Oh, oh it was this. It, it was the snake. It was his fault. All these excuses and these excuses put us in bondage. These excuses keep us out of God's best plan. These excuses keep us out of the breakthrough. I'm telling you, Oh, it takes too long. Oh, it costs it. I can't get out of debt. I got, I, 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 how about, how about shifting the eye to God, 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 God. Well, I can't do it. Cause I have young children. You know how many books I wrote? On a Saturday morning from 5 a.m. till 12 o'clock, once a month, when my daughter was spending the night at a friend's house or with my with my mother or on a missions trip or somewhere, that's the only time I had to write the books. You know what I did? I got up at five o'clock and I wrote the books. I didn't let the excuse come. Now, do I make other excuses? We all do. We all do. But God doesn't like this. He doesn't like it. He doesn't like all these excuses. Remember when he uh, invited all these people to the wedding and they said, well, I I, I got a field. I got to go out and see the field. Please let me be excused. Another one said, well, I just bought five yoke of oxen. I got to go examine them. Please let me be excused. Another one said, I just married a wife. Therefore, I cannot come. Please let me be excused. Jeremiah said, I'm but a youth. I can't do what you call me to do. Moses said, I got a stutter. Jeremiah said, I'm but a youth. Gideon said, I'm the least of my father's house. We have to stop making excuses. The excuses are keeping us out of the breakthrough. I'm not beating up on you. I'm breaking you through. Don't take this as condemnation. If it's convicting you, let the conviction do its work because that's how you're going to change. Conviction will breed positive change in your life if you'll let it. Conviction is what spurs you to correct your course. And we all make excuses in some area of our life, most likely. If you don't, well, congratulations. You're one of the few of the thousand people listening to me that has it all together. And you can pray for the rest of us, please. Amen. Remember one, one disciple just said, follow me. He said, first, let me go bury my father. Jesus said, let the dead bury the dead. We have to stop. You know, he missed the opportunity to walk with Jesus. (laughs) Can you imagine? So father, 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 we thank you that you are so kind and so gracious that you've even shown us in your word how you don't like excuses. You show us that and you want to deliver us from our excuses. And we praise you for your delivering power. We praise you for the ability to renew our mind, to see things that are hindering us and to let them go. We praise you for that opportunity today. And Father, we repent. We repent even now. (laughs) We repent even now for every excuse we've made that has set us back from the dream, the vision, the goal that you've ordained for our life. We ask you to forgive us for making excuses, big excuses, small excuses, unsubconscious excuses. Yeah, I see that, Lord. Some of you don't even see what you're doing as making excuses. You think you're justified. You think it's a legitimate reason. And the Lord is saying, don't let your reasons become excuses. Listen, you might have a reason for a season, but don't let it become a lifetime excuse. Listen, when I broke my foot last year, guess what? I couldn't drive. I had a reason not to drive. Well, what if my foot was healed and then I just decided, well, I'm not ever going to drive again. Because it might hurt my foot. It might hurt my foot. We make all these excuses. So, Father, we repent. We repent. We ask you to help us to see when we're making these excuses and deliver us from this (laughs) self-binding. The ties that bind us many times are the excuses that we make. So forgive us and set us free from making excuses. Help us to hear it. Help us to hear the thoughts and recognize them as excuses. Yes, there are seasons in life where there are real reasons why we cannot do this and why we cannot do that. Help us, Lord, we don't want to be legalistic. We don't want to be, you know, too hard on ourselves and not show ourselves grace if we're going through things and we have to get through them. But don't let those reasons why we can't do something in one season become lifetime excuses why we can't ever do it and help us remember that anything you told us to do we can do it and we do not have any excuse for not doing what you've told us we could do Moses had no excuse Jeremiah had no excuse Gideon has no excuse he had no excuse So help us, especially in that realm where you tell us to do something and we have all the reasons, all the excuses of the world, why we can't do it. God, help us not to get into that danger because then we have deceived ourselves. We don't want to be deceived. We want to be smack dab in the center of our will and your will, your will, God, not our will. We want our will to reside and abide in your will. So thank you, Lord. That you help us recognize the lies of the enemy, the excuses of our own soul, our flesh, in Jesus' name. And that you help us, Lord, to make up for lost time. For all the excuses that we made that set us back, held us back. All the excuses we made where we lost momentum. All the excuses we made because we were afraid or because of past experiences in life. all the Lord, I, we're asking you to redeem the time to turn it around to bring us into a place where we can see clearly uh, what's before us and how to accomplish your will for our life. We can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. And we're so grateful that you're not mad at us. You're, you're, you're well pleased that we're acknowledging that, yes, we've made excuses. And you're ready to free us from these mindsets. You are ready to help us see what we couldn't see before. You've confronted our blindness with your light. And we're so grateful. And we give you praise. We give you honor. We give you glory we thank you lord in jesus name amen and amen thank you jesus thank you lord thank you lord thank you lord thank you lord you are awesome you are mighty come on did you get that today (laughs) did you get that today did you get it today? I know that was an ouch, a wee bit of an ouch. I try to discern myself if I'm making excuses, and we all do that sometimes. Oh, well, I'll just wait till tomorrow. Who was that in that movie, Gone with the Wind? Whatever her name was, she says, never never do today what you can put off till tomorrow. That's excuses. Excuses lead to procrastination, and procrastination leads to dead dreams. So be grateful. Be grateful. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You know, and sometimes you do have issues in your life and trauma that needs healed and reasons why you can't do things. I'm not talking about that. But don't, don't make an excuse to stay in your trauma. Don't make excuses to stay in your grief. Don't make excuses to stay in your pain. Amen. Because God has not ordained you to grieve forever or to be in pain forever, to be heartbroken forever to be bitter forever. You know, he doesn't want you to live there. He wants to deliver you from all those things. So we have to let him, we can't make it. Well, you don't know what happened to me. Well, no, but God knows what happened. And he said, he'll give you beauty for ashes. The garment of praise for the, for, for the heavy spirit. Amen. So he's got a plan. He's got a plan. And you know, sometimes you do need deliverance. Sometimes you've got, demon powers that are binding you and you don't know where to find somebody to deliver you and your pastor won't do it my opinion is if your pastor won't cast out your devil you need to find a new church because you're not in a full gospel church the first thing when jesus said in my name first thing jesus said was in my name they'll cast out demons that's the first thing he said so if your pastor do not want to deal with it if they don't have the authority to deal with the demon i wouldn't submit to that pastor and i know that makes a lot of people mad I know it makes a lot of people mad, but if you've got demons, they don't believe that Christians can have demons, and you've got one, you can't get free, I'd find a church that would help me, and I'd go there and give my tithes and offerings there. And tithing, by the way, is biblical. It was before the law. Abraham tithed to Melchizedek before there was ever a law of Moses, the Ten Commandments, and the rest of it. So all this talk out there about tithing is not biblical. That is a spirit of error. It's a spirit of error. It is a spirit of error. And I probably just made half of you mad, but go ahead. Try it. Amen. 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 Some of you need to pick up the book, Deliver deliver Yourself from Evil, JenniferLeClaire.org slash self-deliverance. There's a lot of these smaller things that you can deliver yourself from. You know, maybe you're in a country town. There's one church there and you can't move, but you need to fellowship. So you can't leave your church. I get it. You know, you're in a church, you're in a, a, a city uh, with, you know, four churches and two of them are Catholic and, you know, uh, one of them is, is, uh, whatever, a dead, dead, sometimes you don't have a choice. That's why we have our web church to help you to get life out of that. And that's why we have the self deliverance book now that is coming out in just a couple of weeks. org slash self deliverance. Deliver yourself from evil. I'm going to teach you that A to Z, it's self, it's all these, it's a, a couple hundred pages of deliverance decrees and activations prayers model prayers that you can read by faith and i teach you in the book how to use the book because there's a way to use the book and there's a way not you don't just open the book pick your demon and start casting it out no you need to read the chapters that prepare you how to prepare yourself for self-deliverance too many Christians just go in, start trying to cast out demons out of themselves, and they end up worse than before. Why? Because they're being irresponsible. They're not being biblical because they don't know better because they saw some trend or some fad or some goofy person on Facebook talking about self-deliverance. Get the book. It will equip you top to bottom. You can go read all about it at org slash self-deliverance. Listen, guys, if this ministry is helping you, this is a donor-driven ministry, uh, And Jesus said, it's more blessed to give than to receive. And so we've been giving, giving, giving. Most of everything we do in the ministry is free to you. If it's free to us, if it's just my time, it's free to you. If there's technology involved, sometimes we have to charge for some of those things. There's a lot of technology. There's a lot of stuff out there that's free for you. But if this uh, ministry is helping you, consider sharing this broadcast with somebody just quickly right now. That'll help us expand our reach. You can also join my prayer team at prayforjennifer.com, prayforjennifer.com. Go join the prayer team. You can sow a seed at jenniferleclair.org slash donate. You become a partner there. You can sow a one-time seed there. You can use the cash app. Cash app is dollar sign prophetic books, dollar sign prophetic books. You can use the Venmo. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the Zelle. The Zelle is info at Jennifer LeClaire. Zelle is info at Jennifer LeClaire. Somebody needs to try that out. PayPal. PayPal is paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. PayPal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the text to give. Text the word pray, P-R-A-Y, 754-764-2161. Text the word pray, P-R-A-Y to 754-701-2161, then follow the prompts. You can use the P.O. Box. You want to send the card. You want to send a a check, a money order. You want to send a book, a gift. Use the P.O. Box. P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. So Father, thank you in the name of Jesus for the opportunity to sow into this ministry that you've provided to these wonderful, generous people. Thank you for their generosity. I thank you for their increase, their prosperity. I thank you that you multiply the seed back to them in whatever way you want to, not just financially, but relationally, emotionally, Lord, bring them into your high call for their life, protect them, keep them in Jesus name. And so the zeal worked, Teresa, because I haven't even checked. The zeal worked. Well, praise God. Amen, amen, and amen. And would you agree with me just just quickly here for our new building? Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you, Lord, that you order our steps to the next facility. I thank you, Lord, that you provide more than enough money, more than enough volunteers, more than enough worship leaders, intercessors, more than enough of everything we need because you are Jehovah Jireh. You are the God of more than enough. So we're asking you for more than enough. We're asking you to identify that new location, wherever it is. We're asking you, Lord, to bring in the media engineers, the sound engineers, and everything we need to take all this uh, free content we're putting out to the next level. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. Guys, I want to remind you, if you're a prophet or a highly prophetic person, the next Elijah company, look at all these prophets, look at all these intercessors. The next Elijah company is in October. And it's October 6th, 7th, and 8th. We're having a mass deliverance service on the evening of the 8th. And if you are a prophet or a highly prophetic person, you need to get registered now because last time we were sold out. The only reason we fit everybody was because we had a few cancellations at the end. I'm doing a three day intensive training for prophets only. This is not how to hear from God. These are deep issues that prophets need to learn how to navigate in the seasons we're in. It's always very relevant to the season, the time, and the earth that we're in right now. I want you to go over there. Some of you've already booked your flights, you've got your tickets. I'm telling you, you're you know, another month or so we're gonna end up with like 10 tickets left. If you are at all interested in this training, go over there to globalpropheticcenter.com. Globalpropheticcenter.com and apply to be part of the Elijah Company training. Tracy says she's already got airfare and accommodations. Prophets or highly prophetic people. <laughs> some, <laughs> some of you are so funny, you make me laugh. You're a seer. Yeah, I think we'll do some seer stuff in this next one. We haven't tackled that yet. This will be this will be the this is the third year we started in the in the pandemic. This is the third year of the Elijah Company. And we see people massively break free. There's so much prophetic unction that goes forth. People are getting trained, equipped. There's exercises. There's mass deliverance. There's all kinds of altar calls. God roots things out. He lifts you higher. And you can enroll online. The the seats in person are, I'm not trying to have 500 people at this. So that's why I'm telling you now, there's been no email that's gone out about it. telling you now my prayer call so you can have the first dibs on this. GlobalPropheticCenter.com. I'm telling you first now, because in a few weeks, probably a couple of weeks, I'm going to put this out to the masses, and then that's when there won't be barely any seats left. Your, some of you says you're intercessors. Well, you could take it to if you're an intercessor, you should join us at awakeningprayerhubs.com. Awakening Prayer Hubs, you should join that move. If you're in Asia, we are sponsoring some hubs in Asia. But some of you filling out these sponsorship applications, you're given one word answers. And so we don't take you seriously when you do that. Lord has said, I was blessed with a new job, total new role. Only God start on the 6th. I can finally register and take this. Thanks for your prayers. All right, Lord, God bless you. Awakeningprayerhubs.com. Join that movement. There's lots of stuff for you to get involved in. And what I always say is get involved in what's blessing, what's going to bless you exercises, impartation service at the end, the final day, I do an impartation service at the Global Prophetic Center. That's the Elijah Company. It's here in Fort Lauderdale, October 6th, 7th, and 8th. Many people stay over for the services on the 9th. Mass deliverance service on Saturday night. And these are powerful, intensive. This is not, you know, Prophet 101 here. This is navigating deep realms of the spirit. Many people from my church that that uh, are allowed to come, they're like, well, that's a whole nother level of teaching. Yes, because this is a whole 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 different realm with the spirit. It's not like a Sunday service. Awakeningprayerhubs.com. Join the movement. Intercessors, we need you. All these shootings, we need to shut it down. How many more does it have to come to our city before we shut it down? That's what I'm asking. All right, guys, bless you, bless you, bless you. I will see you on tomorrow. Have a breakthrough day.